Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. I'm your host, Jared. I'm alongside Alyssa Antonelli once again, who is the co-owner of Mickey Travels. Super excited to host another show alongside Alyssa. And we are going to be talking all things Halloween because today, as of this episode coming out to all of you guys, it is opening day of Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, a very popular and beloved event that happens every single year at Walt Disney World. People absolutely adore this event. We're going to be doing an entire episode dedicated to this event. So very excited. If you love Not So Scary, if you haven't been before and want to learn more about it, or if you're just really just wanting to talk about Halloween every single day of the year, like some members of our Mickey Blog team, Mm -hmm. then this is the episode for you because we're jumping all into Not So Scary Uh, in this incredible Halloween party. So before we do so, I do want to remind you all, as I always do, that this episode of the Mickey Blog Podcast is brought to you by Mickey Travels. We will talk more about Mickey Travels later on in the episode and why it's important to utilize them if you're going to try to book a not-so-scary Halloween party. But, Alyssa, are you excited for this episode? I know you're a Christmas person, um, but I know know you definitely got to have some love for Halloween. (laughs) <laughs> I'm excited about the episode. Um, definitely, I'm team Christmas. Um, but there's something really fun about Halloween at you know at Walt Disney World. Um, even the cruise ships get decorated for Halloween on the high seas. Disneyland, um, you know, is going to be decorated. So it's no, it's exciting. Um, I can, I can, you know, kind of put out, you know, break out the the pumpkin latte spooky <laughs> feels for the episode. For sure, I can get into it. We can, we can definitely uh, yeah. put I can our jing- drink the Halloween Kool Aid. We can put our jingle bells aside and just focus on the yes. pumpkins, at least for yes. this episode. Pumpkin spice. I'm drinking <laughs> the pumpkin spice this oh, time. Oh man, we absolutely are. Which is ironic because the pumpkin spice latte doesn't actually come to the Starbucks until the very end of August, beginning of September. So it's kind of ironic how like much earlier Disney is all like into Halloween before Starbucks is like, okay, it's Halloween. Um, But honestly, I don't think Disney does Halloween all that much earlier than Lowe's or Home Depot or Target. I mean, if you go to any of these stores, they're already decked out for Halloween in their sections. So let's, and let's remind our, our listeners that um, the Halloween decorations in Magic Kingdom uh, were, you know, uh, released July 31st. Yep. And on August 1st, the Emporium was busting with Halloween merchandise. I mean, busting yep. at the seams. Which, by the way, you can find all that information, all those pictures and great videos on Mickey Blog. Yeah, you absolutely can. Um, if you head over to our Instagram page, by the way, guys, you're going to just see over the past, uh, you know, roughly two weeks since, you know, the decor started popping up and the merch started popping up, um, you're going to see just pure mayhem of pumpkins and halloween uh one of our team members uh melissa she she actually literally messaged me yesterday uh and said look uh are you gonna let me keep running our social pages because i kind of went overboard on the pumpkins 
and mm-hmm. she just loves Halloween. So, you know, it's okay. <laughs> but no, uh, it's an exciting okay. time of year, and this is an amazing party. We're so excited to talk about it. Essentially, how this podcast is going to work this episode. The first half of the episode, we're going to talk about logistics, what's included in your not so scary, important information you're going to want to know about, and, you know, uh, lots of popular things to do. Um, there are certain meet and greets that you're going to want to do it pretty much exactly the way Alyssa and I are suggesting. Um, otherwise, you might be waiting a little longer. Um, and there's certain there's certain parade spots. Every little piece of advice that we can give, we're also going to give your way. The second half of the episode, uh, we're going to style more so on the half of some of our favorites, some of our favorite things to do and see and, you know, reasons why we love this event. Um, and, and yeah, we'll just go from there. So to jump right in, obviously, the first not-so-scary uh, party happens on August 11th. So very, very exciting. Um, and the party itself actually runs until Wednesday, November 1st, 2023. So some important information you're going to want to know about here. Um, these tickets are sort of price differently as the event goes on as you can imagine as the 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 time passes and as we get closer to halloween the ticket prices will also be going up now that to me makes a lot of sense because you're going to want to celebrate halloween you know those few weeks before halloween but it is kind of cool that they have a party on november 1st this year because in years past that hasn't always been the case there's been parties on Halloween and then it was boom it's Christmas November 1st like it that's how it is so it's kind of cool that they're doing that this year I'm interested to see what the crowd levels will be like that night um but either way uh Alyssa I guess my first question for you as we dive into this um from an agency perspective and from a booking perspective when you give advice on not so scary to to people who are wanting to experience what is one of your bigger pieces of advice when it first comes to, to planning uh, for this kind of event? Obviously, outside of, um, you know, book with Mickey Travels because your agent can help you with that. Uh, as we spoke uh, quite a bit about when we spoke about dining in last week's episode. But, um, you know, what what's a piece of advice that you like to give people? Um, because these parties can can sell out um, and sell out pretty quickly. Um, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the parties. Um, I know it is an extra cost. We have to be sensitive towards that. Um, you know, there's people who feel, Hey, you know, I, I'm already spending a lot of money going to, to Walt Disney world. Totally understand that. Um, if you want a little extra, if you want to celebrate the season ahead of Halloween, um, it's a fun time. The one thing I think is really interesting. Um, and I want to give credit here, uh, to our partner and our friend Serena at living by Disney. Um, because we actually had a, a podcast with her recently that talked about this very thing. Um, and she said something that really made a lot of sense. Um, you know, there's two types of extra ticketed events. Um, you know, one being, you know, a ticketed event for like an after hours in a park. Um, and I think that's more, uh, focusing on, I want to ride attractions over and over and over that are really difficult to get in, you know, that are hard to get to and on during a normal park day. Um, that's an after hours event, right? That's really fun, all that. 
I think when it comes to a party event, such as the Not So Scary, the Very Merry, um, I think there's a different way to look at it if you're considering going to one of these parties. I don't think it's all about, yes, the attractions are open, or at least most of them. But I don't think that's the major focus of the party. Um, it's certainly a part of it, so I don't want to say, oh, you know, that's nothing. Um, but the parties are so much more. Um, they're about the experience of what they're offering, not just I want to get on Space Mountain 100 times or I want to get on Seven Doors Mine Train, you know, 58 times before I leave the park. Um, you're talking about, you know, extremely um, unique food um, selections that are exclusive to parties. Um, you're talking about unique uh, fireworks displays, unique um, stage shows, and certainly unique parades that are being offered. Plus, for Not So Scary, you get trick-or-treating, which is really, really fun at a lot of different trick-or-treating spots. Um, just the, you know, certain, I can't forget to mention certain unique character experiences and character meet and greets. So again, I think if somebody's considering, you know, as far as what you asked me, Jared, and my advice is think about what you're looking for out of a ticketed event. You know, if you're looking for a unique experience, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is your party. If you're looking for just riding attractions over and over and over again, I think I would wait until you go to an after hours for something like that. Um, yeah. That's just my, my, my thought process. No, I think that's, I think it is good advice and definitely uh, go check out that episode um, to our viewers and listeners if you want to, if you want to go check out uh, us speak more into the fall and winter at Walt Disney World because we had the great Serena from Living by Disney, who's wonderful um, and very popular in the Disney community. So go check out that episode if you'd like. But Alyssa brings up a really good point. I think for our you know, listeners and viewers, if you're experiencing or if you're planning on you know, going on a bunch of rides and, you know, doing that, then then maybe this party isn't exactly for you because this party really is all about the entertainment. It is about the parades, the fireworks, the show, the amazing meet and greets that you can't experience anywhere else, anytime else, uh, all the food and the treats that you can't get during the regular park hours. I mean, so let's jump more into the specifics. But before we do, I do want to mention that this year for the 2023 Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, there are some new offerings that were just announced very recently. So I want to mention that before we jump into everything that's going to be uh, offered this year. So to start off in Adventureland, you're going to be able to see a pirate band and their crew, which is pretty cool as they sing sea shanties and things like that. I am personally ex extremely excited for that, being that Pirates is my favorite Disney ride. Um, other than that, Max and Goofy, or Max Goof and his Powerline Party Pack host pop-up parties throughout Magic Kingdom. Popular crew dances uh, onto Main Street USA, and that'll be ahead of Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade, which is very cool. Another one, which I know Alyssa will be excited about, and many people will be excited about, the Seven Dwarves are in fact returning this year. Lots of people were upset about that last year, that the Seven Dwarves were not meeting and greeting. Um, so not to worry, the Seven Dwarves are mm -hmm. returning. I will say I do hope they also return for Very Merry because I love them in their Very Merry outfit. I think that's one of the coolest meet and greets you can find at Disney. Um, and then lastly, on the In the Boo to You parade, there's a few characters you're going to want to be 
on the lookout for, uh, which basically means it'll be more villainous than ever with foes like Ursula, Cruella de Vil, Queen of Hearts, and newly announced Sanderson sisters, Minnie Mouse, Daisy Duck, and Clara Bell will all be joining the finale. Uh, very exciting. Earlier on this year, uh, it was announced that they would be basically a part of things in their outfits, uh, which is really cool. The three of them dressed as the Sanderson sisters, and you'll see them at the finale of the parade. So uh, very exciting. New offerings this year um, makes you more excited for the party. But to get more into the specifics of the actual, actual event, let's jump into some of the main things you're going to want to do. And, and as I like to call them, there's essentially the big three here when it comes to Not So Scary, and that's the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular, which is the stage show. Um, there's three different showings nightly, um, and in fact, as you get into October, typically they raise that up to four different showings, which is awesome. Uh, Mickey's Boo to You Parade, which there are two showings of that, 915 and 1115. Uh, an amazing parade. I know Alyssa will agree with that. And then lastly, the not-so-spooky, spectacular fireworks show over Cinderella Castle. Now, this is important because there's only one of those showings. So if you miss the parade or if you miss the show, you can go to a later-on showing, but you can't do that with the fireworks. So, so yeah, any of those events that really stick out to you, specifically, Alyssa, when it comes to this event, um, that you always tell people, like, oh, man, you got to see that. I love them all, um, but I'm the hugest fan of the Booty You Parade. Um, yeah. Cannot get that song out of my head after, it's like Small World. It's like riding Small World and you know you're getting off and that thing is not getting out of your head. Um, I actually, just the other day, I rode the uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Song was in my head for, I don't know, three, four hours. You know, can't get it out. <laughs> um, yeah, and, um, but this is spectacular. It is truly, it's it's artful it's masterful it is so well done um everybody has certain favorite parts um the grave diggers obviously are a huge uh fan favorite um you know just the i love the the band the 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 guys in the band near the end um love that so much um it's just one of those things where it is so well done um, and what I love so much about Not So Scary, and pardon me, but I'm, I'm going to go here, Jared. I don't, I don't know if you're prepared for me to kind of to oh, go God. here, but I am. I know you're like, what? Do I need to shut this <laughs> off? Uh, <laughs> you have your finger on the button, right? Um, <sighs> but I always say, and you know, I know we obviously talk all Disney, uh, but if I may for just a minute, you know, we have some, you know, some competitors down the road who do something very big for Halloween right? Halloween Correct. Horror Nights, okay? Um, and and I'm, I'm going here with, I'm not trying to promote that, by the way. That's not what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, however, what I love so much about Not So Scary is, you know, there's something for everybody. I think Halloween Horror Nights has a purpose. Yeah. And a great purpose, right? Um, it's ultra scary. Um, it, it's gonna, you know, make you jump, jump out of your skin and all that. What I love about Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party is, it really embraces the the season while quote unquote not being so scary. So it's just a lot of fun. Um, you know, it, it really kind of, um, it gives you all the Halloween feels. 
um, all the spooky fun where any member of your family can enjoy it and embrace it and be a part of it. Um, so I just want to say, you know, it's um, it truly is not so scary. If you're not sure if, you know, your little ones are too young, they're not. Because <laughs> it truly is super fun, but not so scary. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think one of the things that, you know, um, we spoke about actually on that podcast where we had Serena on was essentially how Disney and Universal – they do a great job at coexisting this time of year. You know, nobody's really stepping on any toes, you know, and, and the beauty, in my opinion, of both is they both offer lots of different things for everybody. Um, I'm a fan of both uh, theme parks, and, and I've always been that way, and I don't think it has to be a competition. In fact, Bob Iger, earlier on this year, literally went on a conference call and congratulated Universal on the success of Super Mario Bros. Like. I don't think it's as competitive as, as the general public likes to sometimes make it out to be. But I will say that really Alyssa hit the nail on the head there specifically about, um, you know, how Not So Scary is for everybody. Um, you know, because Halloween Horror Nights, look, I got stories, okay? And some of them I'm going to leave off this podcast. But <laughs> I, I that is not exactly for everybody. And I'm not knocking it um, because it they do an incredible job. It's a phenomenal event. Um, it's just, you know, you don't want to bring your six-year-old uh, to Halloween Horror Nights. You just don't want to do that. However, uh, for Not So Scary, you can bring your children of, of any and all ages. And Disney really leans into that crowd where Universal really does a good job of leaning into the adult, uh, more oriented crowd. So they both are able to coexist in both sell out nights and have lots of success, which I think is fantastic. But, you know, another few things that, you know, we want to go over in terms of what you don't want to miss, um, because I tend to agree with Alyssa on the Boo to You parade. I also would like to give a shout out to the Hocus Pocus Villain Spelltacular because I remember last year um, covering the event uh, with with you and Greg for, for Mickey Blog, and I remember watching that show being like, wow, this is an amazing show. It really is a fantastic show. So if you get a chance, definitely do go check it out. You get to see some villains that you don't usually get to see, so it's pretty cool in that aspect. Um, beyond that, of course, as we mentioned, the fireworks is very cool. There's dance parties and little shows located all throughout the park. Um, of course, as we mentioned this year, there's going to be a spirited pirate band, which again, very, very excited for that one. Um, but let's talk characters next because there are some certain characters that are exclusive, of course, to Not So Scary and um, people really freak out about. So let's let's start with the big one, and that's Jack and Sally. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Alyssa's like, is it me? I know uh, who no. it is. I know who it is because I waited. We waited in line three hours. Oh, we sure did. Yes, and that would be Jack and Sally. <laughs> Indeed, it is. Yep. And so, the reason we're bringing up Jack and Sally, okay, is we're going to give you a piece of advice that I think is extremely important to really get the most out of this party. So to turn back a little bit on specifics, the party does not begin until 7 p.m. However, you can enter the park as early as 4 p.m. Now, why is that important? Because if you want to meet Jack and Sally, believe me when I say you might want to get in line close to 4 p.m. And I know you might be thinking, oh my gosh, that's way too early. No, but you will get in there right away and you'll meet them and it, 
it'll go fantastic. You'll thank yourself. You will. And then you get out and it's seven o'clock and the party's just starting and you've already met the biggest character. And you'll thank us for giving you that pro tip. Exactly. It all works back around. You'll you'll be on Instagram being like, Jared and Alyssa are so great. I knew I knew I could count on them. But uh that's a huge meet and greet. Obviously the seven dwarves, Stitch in his Elvis costume. Another very popular meet and greet. So, you know, when it comes to characters, as you were talking about earlier, Alyssa, um, you know, this is a huge reason why people come to this event. Would you say that? Oh, absolutely. Um, You know, the thing about characters is, you know, there's something really cool about characters you can't see all the time. Um, Or characters that you see, but might be in, like you mentioned about, you know, like Elvis Stitch. You know, where you see Stitch, but, you know, maybe not in that, you know, costume or what have you. Um, So, um, but Jack and Sally, you know, like I said, and I want to say something about Jack and Sally, if I may. And I think you'll agree with me, Jared, is um, for better or worse, and I, I don't know which one it is, they spend a lot of time with each guest. Now, again, I'm going to say for better or worse, because it's mm-hmm. when you're there... It's amazing. You're feeling the one-on-one. You're feeling the, you know, the 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 you know the interaction. The not so great part about it is that's why the lines are so long, because mm. they literally. I want to say, and I only really saw this as I got inside, because you can't really tell outside, till I got inside where they actually were, and I saw them two three minutes with each guest, which is wonderful, but also keep in mind that backs things up a lot. This is not a, just for, so everyone's aware, this is not a meet and greet that's gonna go very, very quickly because Jack and Sally do spend individual time with each. Would you agree with that, Jared? I think that's a fair assessment. At least that's how it was. Yeah, um, you know, Alyssa's not lying about that. I mean, Greg, Alyssa, and I spent uh, over two hours, two and a half probably, waiting for Jack and Sally last year on opening night. And once we got up there, once you get into that final room, you really learn why. Mm -hmm. Because they really do spend a lot of time talking. And don't get me wrong, the costumes are incredible. The, uh, you know, the characters themselves are amazing. Um, they interact so well with the guests, but just be aware of that, that, you know, it, it is, it's almost a blessing and a curse as Alyssa was saying. Absolutely. So, so just, just definitely be aware of that. But at the same time, you know, again, completely unique meet and greet character. You cannot do this any other time anywhere else. It just mm-hmm. doesn't really exist unless you go out to Disneyland or another completely different theme park. However, you can also meet them for Very Merry. But when you do meet them for Very Merry, they're going to be in completely different outfits. Of course, they're dressed for, you know, Sandy Claus. So it's a different type of meet and greet. So if you want to meet Jack and Sally in their actual Jack and Sally outfits, this is the time to do it. So if you're going to go, just just think about that. Think of, okay, is this a priority? And if it is, make sure you're there early because it's it's definitely you know, no joke in terms of how early you want to line up. Um, and, and that's the, the same sort of goes for the Seven Dwarves and some of these, uh, you know, other time periods. 
so the party starts at 7. However, again, characters begin meeting as early as 4.30 oftentimes and can begin meeting at 5.30 or 6.15. So getting in there earlier on is going to pay off for you guys in the long run. So the Seven Dwarves are other big characters to meet and greet. Uh, Pooh Bear and his friends from the Hundred Acre Woods also dress up in costumes. It's very exciting. People love that meet and greet. Um, you're also, as I mentioned earlier, Elvis and Rock and Roll Stitch costume is very popular. And then let's jump into the main main event, of course, which is trick-or-treating. And trick-or-treating will officially begin at 7 p.m. when the party begins. So, you know, getting some of the things sort of crossed off your plate at the beginning will allow you to jump right into trick-or-treating and the party and everything as soon as it begins at 7 p.m. Um, there's also 3D photo ops out all party, and there's certain attractions that actually have special Halloween overlays uh, during, um, during this time period. So that's really cool, including Pirates of the Caribbean, which I just want to shout out again because I love it, but they have uh, actors dressed up as pirates that come to life during the party on the ride, which I think is so cool. So, and Space Mountain is pitch black. Completely. I com- mean, you can't see dark, a thing. You know, you, it's a dark, attra- it's a dark <laughs> ride. You can't see your hand in front of your face. No, absolutely. It, it's just it, it, It's like, and, and it's the only time that it, they do that during the party. It is super cool. And again, I know people are thinking, oh, hello, it's dark. No, you do it before the party and do it after the party and you're going to notice a difference. Like yeah. you're just going to notice a difference. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention um, for listeners who are not as familiar with the not so scary party is you, um, the one really cool thing that I, I always like to say, I like to, this is a, a Mickey travels tip as well is if you hold a base park ticket during your vacation it's the one day during your vacation that you can go to two parks in one day. Um, kind of cool, right? Because you have your ticket for your party, which is great. That's going to start at 7 p.m. But I will tell you as another pro tip, if you hold a base ticket, don't go to Magic Kingdom that day in the morning and make mm-hmm. that your park. Why would you do that? Because you're going to get there at night. You're going to have hours in the Magic Kingdom. That's your one opportunity to do either Animal Kingdom, Epcot, or Hollywood Studios the same day as you're getting into Magic Kingdom. Kind of a cool concept if you think, if you think about it. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I completely agree. I mean, in fact, I'm, I, I'm actually doing that. Or, uh, you know, as the time of this episode is out, I will be visiting two different parks because I'll be at Hollywood Studios for the opening of Hollywood and Vine uh, in their spooky spooky costumes mini and um all that's of them and then one. yeah and then heading over to not so scary so that's that's definitely exciting so we'll all, i guess jared will be safe to say that all the cost the costumes and the food will be on mickey blog that day every single costume food pumpkin latte you can think of love it uh it'll all be on mickey blog if you guys are love it, love interested it. in following along Ideally, I'm sure many of you guys are listening to this uh, in the morning of the 11th, but so the not so scary party won't actually begin until later on that evening. But if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
uh, you know, TikTok, any of the social media pages, we're going to be constantly posting that day, everything you can think of. Uh, so it's going to be an absolute blast. But um, before we jump into our favorites and some of our absolute uh, iconic things to do at this party, let's jump into our break real quick and then we'll transition to the second half of the episode and during our break of course now is the time where we will mention as we always like to that this episode of the mickey black podcast is sponsored by mickey travels and mickey travels is a nationally recognized leader in disney vacation planning they are diamond earmarked by disney and their services are always 100 percent free reach out to mickey travels today for a free quote on your disney vacation at mickeytravels.com that's mickeytravels.com making magic one vacation at a time. Now, a huge reason we also want to spend a second to shout out Mickey Travels on an episode like this is those parties and those party tickets can sometimes be hard to come by. So why book it yourself? Why go through all that struggle when you can reach out to a Mickey Travels agent and they can all do it for you? Um, And if you're visiting Walt Disney World during the fall, of course, you can book through a Mickey Travels agent. They can plan and book your entire vacation, but also book your not-so-scary party as well and give you a lot of expert advice on exactly when you should show up, You know what things you're going to want to prioritize. Every single one of these agents is extremely well-versed in these kind of things and will give you the best advice possible, especially on a thing like not-so-scary because you want to get every good thing you possibly can out of it is as i guess my my point um so jumping into the second half of our episode let's talk about some favorites and specifics that Alyssa and i really really love piece of advice that we like to like to give out and things like that of course we gave a few during the first half of the episode however when it comes to this specific party Alyssa, um you know when I think of like a a big piece of advice, um, my first one that I always like to give out to people who have never gone to the party before is like show up at four o'clock. I know that sounds like so like, oh wow, Jared, show up when it opens. No, but you wouldn't believe it because a lot of people think, okay, the party's starting at seven, so let me just show up at seven, 7.30. Those extra three hours of park time can be extremely valuable because lots of times, again, the characters are already starting their meet and greets. Lots of times there's exclusive merchandise that's already out. You can walk around the park and you can um, enjoy some of the treats that will already be put out. Granted, some of the treats do completely wait until it's dark out. The party has begun. Um, And beyond that, let's say you did want to jump on a few rides, then that's the time to do it. Use that three-hour time span to get on some rides because then when the party starts you're going to just want to trick or treat and and just basically be a pumpkin for the next five hours so you know you you got to enjoy a little bit of rides first no that's great advice um my other piece of advice would be you know people take the costumes very seriously i have some serious costumes when it comes to the mickey's not so scary halloween party and i'm not just talking about children I'm talking about full-on adults, family members, um, you know, multi-generational families. I mean, they go all out. So that's amazing, right? So number, so two pieces of advice when it comes to costumes. Think ahead because there's people, like I said, that go, they, they're in R&D way ahead of the party. So just saying. But the other thing to keep in mind, okay, and this is another little tip I have for you, 
is when deciding what costume you want to wear, keep in mind that while you think of Halloween, you think of like Halloween night in the Northeast where it's chilly and you want to get bundled up. So down in <laughs> Florida, most of the Halloween parties are still quite toasty, especially in August and September, even into October. So when deciding on your costume, Chewbacca might be one you might <laughs> want to not go with for the, I, I've seen people when it's a, literally 110 in furry costumes that, oh, do I feel bad for them? <laughs> so yeah. just remember when deciding on your costume, you know, think ahead because you got a plan and then remember the temperature at these parties. Yeah. I, I really, I think that's excellent advice. I think, you know, Serena actually, when we had her on our fall and winter themed episode, she actually said something similar about, do remember that even though we're celebrating Halloween, we are still in Orlando, Florida, and it is still very hot in the month of August and September for that matter. Um, you know, things start to kind of cool down in October, but you're still going to experience some 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 heat there too but regardless uh be be mindful of that for example uh i plan on dressing up our team uh our team of four who's traveling to the party uh we're going on a disney duck theme basically uh so if i were to dress up as donald duck first of all would i buy a costume with a giant tail and feathers no because my team would never let me hear the end of it, and that would be my contact. This would be your, the Mickey um, blog team. Yeah, the Mickey blog team, exactly. However, um, would I find like a, a nice, more subtle costume with a hat and a t-shirt? Sure. See, there's ways to enjoy and dress up for the occasion without also melting. Uh, because Alyssa's right, Chewbacca, you know, look, I love Chewbacca, okay? But maybe not on... Uh, with 100 degrees, which also goes to say, Alyssa, why you don't want to wear a Christmas sweater if it's going to rain. You know, same sort of th situation. It's the same concept. You want to, let's put it this way. Here's the takeaway. Be mindful of the weather when yes. dressing up for any Disney event. Um, so I think that that's obviously, you know, pretty important, um, you know, when, when deciding what you're going to go as. Um, but the one thing I do want to mention, um, giving a little shout out to Mickey blog for a minute, is um, the first party being August 11th is going to be fully covered from end to end, from start to finish by, you know, an amazing Mickey blog team. So I know Jared, you could probably talk a little bit deeper into this, but we're, you know, the, the blog is going to cover everything from the merchandise uh, and again, I, uh, let me say that a little cautiously. I don't know if there's going to be party merchandise. Some years there are, some years there, mm -hmm. some years there aren't. If there are, we will cover it. The party-specific treats, the meet and greets, the stage shows, the booty parade, the fireworks, the trick or treating. I mean, I could go on. The the yeah. attraction overlays. It's going to be all covered, and it will be across all of the Mickey Blog platforms. Yeah, no, I mean, she's absolutely right. Uh, you know, I think I'm I'm extremely proud to be a part of the Mickey blog team because we we really work extremely hard um, to to bring people Disney news and 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 also just make people miss Disney, really. 
Um, as I spoke about in last week's episode, one of the things that I really love seeing on a daily basis, because it really does happen daily now, uh, are people saying, oh, I needed this video today, or this video brightened my day, this photo brightened my day. You know, here at the Mickey Blog team, we really are trying to not just share the Disney news, especially on a major event like Not So Scary, where we're going to cover all the new food items, we're going to cover every new costume, meet and greet, you know, show that you can think of, we'll be covering it. But beyond that, it's also about covering um, things in a very positive light and trying to spread joy while we do it. Um, so, so she's absolutely right. I mean, we're going to have coverage, not just on the night of Not So Scary, we have a reporter who's going there uh, first thing in the morning, who will be there for the day of treats because there's also exclusive treats that are only sold during the day of uh, you know, the party and everything like that. So that's pretty cool. We'll have those treats covered and then we'll have Hollywood and Vine covered that day and then we'll have Not So Scary covered that day. It's gonna be a big long day, but we're super excited to do it. And um, and it's just, it's fun because, you know, even if you've walked 14 miles and you're drenched in sweat and you're tired, it's so fun and rewarding to see people be like, oh my God, I had so much fun following along with you or thank you so much for bringing me along. It makes it worth what we do, you know? So. Well, and I think that's a good point, Jared. I think there's there's sort of two ways to look at what the purpose of covering it through Mickey Blog is. Number one, as you said, to bring people along with us so that they mm -hmm. can see it, um, experience it wherever they are. Number two, I think another important thing, and I think this is something that kind of goes back to the agency, and that is showing people what it is for them to make the decision whether it's right for them. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to talk about it. You and I are talking about all the things, but then to see it and say, oh my gosh, I need to be on Main Street watching that parade. I need to go meet Jack and Sally in person. I yeah. need to go trick or treat. Um, you know, oh, I would love to get that new treat. So I think if anybody is unsure, um, has never seen it before, you're, you know, Mickey Blog's also bringing that to them to make decisions that if they are going to be traveling in that time frame, maybe it is something that they want to purchase, which they can do through a Mickey Travels agent, and possibly decide that that is something that they want to do because of what you've brought them. Yeah, I think I think it's a it's a really good point. You know, I mean, the intention really. Um, you know, when you follow Mickey Blog on social media, if you follow our Instagram page um, or our TikTok page, is it great that we're giving you news, Disney news, as soon as it breaks? Because we try to give you the news literally within minutes of it breaking out to the public. Yes, that stuff's great. Don't get me wrong. But our most viewed post ever on our Instagram page is a, is a people mover video telling you, here's to those who miss Disney today. You know, people... People want to feel like they're there, and people miss it, and people miss Disney who haven't been in a while, and that's that's really what we're trying to do with with things like Not So Scary is is bring you along so that you can maybe we just convince you, okay, I gotta go, you know, and if we convince just one person to do that, then it was all worth it, right? Because then that person might go and have one of their most fondest memories of their life with their family, and so it's a it's almost like a chain reaction. You know, and I think that's that's the beauty of, of doing what we do. Um, and I and I hope I hope you guys have a lot of fun with us as we cover it all because it's it's going to be a big big day 
it, it's going to be happening as you're listening to this, uh, but it's going to be a lot of fun. So definitely head over to our pages if you want to see everything that we cover. Um, another thing I wanted to mention, by the way, um, that was part of one of my favorites or, or sort of tips and tricks, shall you, uh, is the food. There's a lot of very cool eating and drinking options that are exclusive to the party. And I don't mean just the, um, uh, by the way, just the trick-or-treating, which is a whole nother topic. There's trick-or-treating stations located all throughout the park and kids absolutely adore that. It's so fun to walk in and pick up your treats. Can I say uh, one thing, Jared, not to interrupt you, but I just did? Of course. Before you talk about the food, because you did mention the trick-or-treating, let me say that we have clients who have gone trick-or-treating at Not So Scary, and then they have taken their loot back to their resort room and laid it out on the bed like it was treasure. And I'm telling you, I have seen pounds and pounds of candy. I don't know how they get it home. Because <laughs> if you put that in your suitcase, that's that's you know probably six pounds you know adding to your suitcase. But they are so proud of all of the candy, the kids and the adults. Um, it is actually really, really fun. And let me tell you something else. Those cast members don't get stingy in putting candy into your bag. This is not like going to a house and getting a little, you know, fun size Snickers. That's not what they do. They get in there with both hands and they are pouring it into the bag. Yep. I mean, I know just for fun, like we went to Monsters Inc, which is one of the locations. And I was like, oh, you know what? Like we'll walk through, I think we were, it was last party, you know, when we were, last year rather, when we were doing, you know, filming one of the parties. And I was just thinking, oh, I'll get a couple of little bites. Up. I mean, just after I left there, I probably had a pound and a half of candy in my bag. I mean, yeah. it's not a joke and it's really, really fun. And like any, it's not just the kids. The adults are walking around with pounds of candy and they're, they're bragging about it. It's, it's really, really kind of fun. And there's quite a few stations. Um, I want to say, and I'm totally guessing off the cuff, but there's got to be between four and six stations at least throughout the night. Yeah, no, uh, at I'm, least, I'm, yeah. That's a guesstimate, um, but, you know, kind of wherever you go, you're, and you can keep going back to the same station. It's not like Halloween night where you go to a house three times the parents like you've been here before this is you know i mean you literally can um you can do pretty well with candy just so you know yeah so you know that's a it, it's very true and and just to actually uh talk about um you know the different uh trick-or-treating locations uh real quick before i discuss all the food and drink options you're going to want to try because trick-or-treating, even if it's not something that I particularly love or, or get into because, you know, I'm, I'm running around covering the event, I look around and I just see how happy the kids are to run into all these trick-or-treating locations. Um, and usually they're designated by orange, big orange blow-up like signs that say trick-or-treating. You really can't miss them. And these stations are located all across or all over the park. I mean, from Market Street on Main Street, USA, to Pinocchio Village House, to Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor, and Carousel of Progress, to Adventureland, and the Enchanted Tiki Room, and Tortuga Tavern, to 
you know, right over by Tom Sawyer's Island and, and Columbia Harbor House. There's there's locations all over the park and um, utilizing that is extremely great. But you really you're not what I'm saying is you're not going to miss them. OK, like it. Some people are like, OK, well, like where should I be concerned where the, the trick or treating like? I promise we'll you, you're going to see them. Like mm-hmm. if you just do a lap, you're going to see them within 100 to 200 yards of every single time you're going to see a new sign for trick-or-treating. So the kids don't run out of candy, as Alyssa was saying. And uh, if anything, it's it's on the parents to figure out how the heck they can bring it home on the suitcase. So there's there's no, there's no lacking of candy. Uh, when it comes to trick-or-treating and that's always exciting because everybody remembers being a kid and that one house in the neighborhood that was giving out apples or you know giving out <laughs> Cheetos or raisins. Or, yeah or raisins or grapes or whatever they were doing I mean we all we all remember that one house that we all just dreaded to trick-or-treat at well that's not how it works at Disney World you really get to to fully do it up so uh absolutely um, but in terms of the actual, uh, you know, treats and things that you get to enjoy while you're actually at the party, there are some specifics that I wanted to go over because some of them are very cool. And I'd be remiss if I didn't at least mention them. Um, there's new ones every single year, which is super exciting. This year, there's lots of new treats. Uh, so definitely be aware of that. Almost like it, it was crazy, you know, because we were going over the list of treats for us to cover and it it seemed like almost everything was brand new so i was looking at it like okay i guess we're we're getting a lot of treats here um (laughs) but from from uh not so poison apple churros to jack pops and sally pops those are cake pops by the way to a completely look at this one's really cool the hades cone which is a dole whip mango with habanero soft serve on a blue raspberry shell like some flavors you just would never think of in your life a new funnel cake a new ice cream sandwich a new cupcake uh just all sorts of different things i mean milkshakes even the um cinnamon rolls over at the main street bakery will be themed out in uh in like a bright orange so you know parents what i'm saying is if your kids are not going hungry with the treats then you guys will also not be going hungry or, or thirsty with all of the uh, treats. If anything, I would just recommend a salad the day after. That's all I would say. <laughs> now, the treats are great. And, and you had a good point also. You know, there's, um, there's day of Halloween treats, um, but there are day of party exclusive treats. So what's really kind of cool is, you know, for example, the cinnamon roll at the bakery, that's going to be something that anybody around Halloween time is going to be able to partake in. But there will be specific things, I believe, um, and I'm just going to go from past years, uh, Sleepy Hollow had a, a specific funnel cake that was exclusive to the party. And did not. you could get there at 6.55. You weren't getting the funnel cake. People mm-hmm. were in line and it wasn't. So what I like about that is, you know, you're paying for this party, but you are, obviously you're getting a lot for it, but even within the food realm, you're getting some exclusive food that if somebody did not purchase a ticket would not get to experience, which is, you know, I don't mean to be like a nanny, nanny, nana, but I paid for a ticket. I kind of like the idea of, I can only get this at the party. Um, So that's kind of cool as well. So again, you know, you get party exclusive experiences, 
but also party exclusive food. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I think, you know, part of the the whole concept with paying this premium, which really that's what you're doing, you know, the fact that you're paying, you know, upwards of once you get close to, uh, you know, Halloween, the tickets get close to $200 a person. So when you're paying that much, you're, you're going to want to get what you're paying for and, and get a really great experience. And Disney does go all out you know, to make sure that guests do get that amazing experience. And that comes from everything from the trick-or-treating to the characters, to the yeah. shows. I mean, the parade is fantastic. Um, I could do a whole episode on that parade. I, like like Alyssa was talking about earlier, the grave diggers and seeing all the different characters actually dressed up in costumes is really fantastic. Uh, the song will just get stuck in your head for about three weeks. And, you know, the fireworks, obviously very amazing. The show, as I mentioned earlier, is very cool, especially if you like Hocus Pocus. So from an entertainment perspective, from the top down, whether it's the shows, whether it's the characters, the meet and greets, the, the food, I mean, you are getting so much more than you normally would on a regular park day and completely themed to Halloween, uh, which is why people pay that premium. And, you know, for... For also for our Disneyland fans out there, if you didn't, if you couldn't tell, people like Oogie Boogie Bash. In fact, a little uh, bit. Yeah, it, it those tickets were harder to come by than Taylor Swift, to be honest. So if you like Halloween, uh, and you're a Disney fan, then there, there's a reason why we're dedicating an entire episode to this. It's just it's such an amazing event, and the fans love it. They really. And I do. think a lot of times what we get is agents is you know is it worth the money because we're not going to sit here and tell you that it's chunk change i'm not going to i'm not going to sit there and say don't be cheap spend you know <laughs> over a hundred dollars on a ticket times five people for your family i'm not going to say that i know it is expensive disney knows that it's expensive but you know remember what disney always says you know disney doesn't apologize for their prices because of the quality behind them and this is another quality event um, do you have to purchase it? Abs the tickets? Absolutely not. Is your vacation going to be ruined if you don't attend a not so scary Halloween party? Absolutely not. Will this enhance your Disney vacation? Yes, it will. Um, and I absolutely do believe that, you know, we've been to many of them. We've been fortunate, you know, you Jared as well to attend many of them and it never gets old and I never mm -hmm. get tired of it. And there is something super exciting, especially, and Jared, tell me if you agree with this. When you get there at four o'clock, and usually, you know, especially even now being August 11th, it's still, it's still light till 8.30, something like yeah. that, right? You yeah. know? Um, so the first few hours, well, even when the party starts at seven, it's still light out. There's something really cool as it gets dark and the party's going on. There mm -hmm. is, and I'm not saying the party's not fun prior to that, but it still feels, and tell me, Jared, if I'm off with this, it still feels a little bit like a park day. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, there's stuff going on. Um, you can go trick or trick. But as soon as it turns dark, so let's say 8, 39 o'clock, that's when the magic happens for that party. That's my opinion. Um, you know, even along Main Street, we didn't even talk about the the images all along the 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 you know the facade of each side of Main Street. Um, oh, and I also love the music. 
they have really cool Halloween music playing, you know, all throughout the park. Um, so I think that's another thing that like, once it gets dark, you really start to, to feel the party vibe. Um, once it really starts to sort of turn dark on a party night. Yeah, I, I really couldn't um, agree more. I, I really do love the party as soon as it shifts over to the nighttime. Um, but I also, I'm I'm a huge fan of, uh, believe it or not, taking photos at Walt Disney World. I take thousands a week. But uh, when it gets to like golden hour and the sun is going down, um, it's very cool there in the Magic Kingdom on a night like that when the party's really just starting and, you know, especially if it's not raining, which unfortunately we've dealt with that a few times, uh, the the castle gets some really cool lighting that goes on. It's just, I was gonna it's say, very cool. The castle cool. turns green. It does, yeah, before the uh, first, um, you know, show. So yeah. that, that's really, really cool. And um, it, it's just an amazing event. And don't get me wrong, now, in a few months, when Alyssa and I do our very merry episode, am I going to be decked out uh, in a in a Santa hat on that episode and and feeling a lot more hyped up? Perhaps, but I'm a Christmas fan. But I guess that brings me to my final real point of the podcast, which is if you're a Halloween fan, especially if you're into Disney Halloween, Hocus Pocus, Nightmare Before Christmas. This is really a must-do, in my opinion. It really is. And it's not its not saying, like, you know, don't do it if you're not a Halloween fan. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're a Halloween fan, this is a must-do. For example, I'm a huge Christmas fan. So Jollywood Nights and Very Merry, those were must-dos to me. Because when it gets to that time of year, I love that. I love seeing Magic Kingdom decked out for the holidays. And I love the characters in their holiday outfits. I love the holiday-themed treats. That's much more up my alley. So if I were traveling in the fall time um, or versus the winter, I would definitely think more about, okay, am I going to book Not So Scary comparatively to if I was traveling during the winter months, I would be like, nope, we're doing that. We're doing that right away. So it's just different and it's preference. But there's so many Halloween fans out there. And I promise you, if you are one, you will not be disappointed by this party. Absolutely not. I mean, like I said, and if you're listening and you're unsure, you've never seen it, you're confused by it, you don't know the value of it, um, make sure you check out, you know, all that Mickey blog shares um, from the party because they will give you a firsthand perspective of what you will experience every minute from that party. So, and then of course, if you are sold on it, because Mickey blog has shown how great it is, then you reach out to a Mickey travels agent and we can book that for you and get you there. So, you know, the member Mickey blog and Mickey travels work together to give you the information, show you the information and then get you there. Absolutely. It's a all-in-one package deal. It's really what makes us unique as compared to some of the other Disney blogs out there. Um, And I hope that you enjoyed this episode. We do hope that we've convinced you to experience Not So Scary at least one time in your life if you haven't yet done so. And if you want to experience it from afar, as Alyssa said, uh, definitely go head over to Mickey Blog. Of course, you can head over to MickeyBlog.com to read all of our posts and articles on Not So Scary's Halloween party, which will be literally coming every 30 minutes all day long, basically. There will be new posts. 
But if you want to get more of the video content, feel free to head over to our TikTok page or our um, Instagram page and, and feel more in the moment and, and feel there. Uh, and otherwise, of course, you know, if you're a fan of this podcast, if you want to see and hear more of our podcast, of course, please do so. Please do subscribe and you can check us out on all platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, we're on Amazon, you know, Sirius, uh, you know, all the all the stations, all that fun jazz. Plus, you can watch us on YouTube. Um, I'm not wearing a Halloween-themed outfit for this. I'm sorry, guys. I probably should have. However, I will for the Christmas episodes. So when it comes to that time of year, if you want to look at Jared just dressed ridiculously, then come watch us on the YouTube channel. But we are giving the Halloween love. We are supporting Halloween. We are supporting the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Uh, we are excited about all of it. Um, yes, we are Team Christmas, but for the meantime, we will definitely be pro-Halloween. Um, and like I said, Mickey Blog was going to be there to show all of it to you. And, um, and you guys will not want to miss a minute of it. Yeah, couldn't agree more. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to catch more of the Mickey Blog podcast, of course, please tune in every single Friday wherever you get podcasts or come watch it in video format over on YouTube. We're really trying to make a push on our YouTube channel to grow that page. Uh, you can watch Miranda and I as we covered Food and Wine Festival. Feel free to go check out that video. We're posting new content on the YouTube channel every single week as we do across all of our platforms. As always, thank you so much for tuning into this episode, and we can't wait to catch you next time on another edition of the Mickey Blog Podcast. Hope you guys have a good one. Bye, guys.